All right, so y'all heard it first. That was some Mary Jane Blige with Can't Get You Off My Mind. And you know what? I can't get off my mind. Love, relationships, you know what I'm saying? Romance and all that stuff. So that's why I brought back the one and only YouTuber, Unika. You already know what time it is. It's 9 o'clock on the dot. And as promised, we are coming with part five. I can't even believe we're here at part five of the relationship discussion. You know what I'm saying? She still came back and, and we're doing another part of this. So I just want to welcome YouTuber Yanika back to the show. For those who haven't watched any of the previous um, editions of the series, go ahead and let them know your name, where you're from, and where they can follow you at, real quick. Yes. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Yanika. I'm from Jamaica originally, but I currently live in the Los Angeles area. And you can follow me at bosslady underscore 876. Y'all heard it first. So we come back to talk. We're going to talk about, you know, love, relationships, romance, lack thereof. You know, what's going on in the world with, with people today in relationships. So the mm -hmm. first thing I want to talk about is, you know, we, we see the way people treat marriage and, 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 and relationships and stuff like that. So the first question is, why... Why even get married to begin with? Is it is it really for love? Is it for legacy? Is it for finances? You know, at this point where marriage and stuff is almost treated like a joke, why even get married in this day and age? So could you could you in your best possible way answer that for me, YouTuber Yanika? Yeah, I mean that's a really good question. It's it's something I've had to ask myself over the past two years as I've gotten older and more thinking about marriage and things like that. Um, and I think that people get married for various reasons. You know, I've seen people get married for religious reasons, for the kids, um, business marriages are a thing still. And, you know, for me personally, I don't think marriage is just about love because you can love somebody and just be with them without, you know, including this modern time, all the paperwork of marriage. But also, I think for me, I'd want to get married for the children. As over the past two years, I looked more into marriages and why people got married and things like that. It really is beneficial for your kids if you plan to have kids. Um, for the people who don't, um, if you do want that social acceptance, because it still is a thing where when you're just someone's boyfriend or girlfriend, you pass away and in the arbitrary, you're their little friend. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no one wants to be just, you know, it's looked at differently, I would say, societally, whether we want to believe it or not, whether it's right or not. Um, so not just for the children and for love and um, you know, just not being in someone's arbitrary as their little friend, but, um, your overall legacy too. Yeah. Um, when you're married, you are viewed as one unit, not just by people in society, but in the eyes of the laws as well. I mean, you don't mark single 
on your tax return for no reason when you're not married. The 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 law doesn't look at you as um really being a couple. I think in modern times though, where the marital rates are going down and you know, people are still getting divorced at, at almost 50% rate. Um, some companies like some like health insurance companies and things like that have been having people be able to put their girlfriend or boyfriend as a um, beneficiary to certain things. So I think that might alleviate some things to where people might get less and less married even more. But for me, I think it's still a thing that I would want, especially because I do want a large family. I do want to be viewed as one unit with my family. Um, and just in the eyes of the laws, for sure. Because at the end of the day, like, especially as a woman, I want to say, you don't want to be out here just, and it sounds bad, just looking like, how do I put it? I'm going to put it in a bad way where people, sometimes people get offended how you put certain things, but um, you don't want to be out here unprotected by the world in a sense. And I'm not saying marriage will fully protect you, but it does offer some protection, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And, you know, like you said, people get married for all different reasons. Yeah. And, I agree where, you know, you say, you know, you don't get married just for love. I, I think marriage is more about stability and about the family and, you know, creating a sense of normality in, in the kid's life, you know, because at yeah. the end of the day, it takes a physical union between a man and a woman to make a child. So yeah. why not keep that union going? When yeah, kids are here, you know what I'm saying. So we, I don't know. We we we're so quick to um normalize this. Just hatch a kid over there, hatch a kid over there, you know, and then you know whoever and wherever they they just get raised. You know, they don't. We don't worry about how we're gonna raise them. What values we're gonna instill in the kids? Yeah. I feel like people don't think about that. And I mean. Yes, maybe it would be nice to marry for money, but I feel like that there's certain level of vanity that comes with that. Like, yes, you should want, you know, financial security. You don't want to marry somebody who dead broke, you know, but that shouldn't be like the number one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you have a list of 10 reasons why you get married, I think financial stability is probably going to be in the top 10. But it shouldn't be in like the top three. It should be more like having that sense of family, having that sense of community, because it's not even just the man and the woman that are becoming family. The man's family and the woman's family are becoming one big family now, you know? And they always yeah. say, it takes a village to raise a child. And I'm a firm believer in that, you know? So... When you're married, you know, I, I hope, you know, the woman I marry come from a good family. You know what I'm saying? Where they really love each other. You know what I'm saying? Like good, 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 good people, you know, because I want that. I want that sense of being well connected. And I know my kids got uncles and aunties on that side that are going to look out for them. You know, I know my my aunts and uncles will look out for them on my side, but 
you know, the person you choose, it, it, it's almost like a gamble, you know, because it's like when you get married, there's no turning back. At least it shouldn't be. You know, it yeah. should never get married in the thought that 30 years down the road, we will get a divorce. You know, you should think this is my union and it's not going to break. You know, I'm going to bring kids from this union and I'm going to raise them. And then I, I think family has to be in the part um, top three of, you know, why you get married. Because, you know, the kids are going to grow up and seeing husband and wife. It's just going to be instilled in their brain as, as if that's how it's supposed to go. You know, if we raise, if we continue to raise kids in these single parent households, they're going to think that's how it goes. They, we we, we got to normalize the right things, you know? So if you can't find somebody that can tolerate you for 30 to 40 to 50 years in a marriage, then don't have kids, you know? Adopt okay. or do whatever you need to do. But you got to be able to find somebody that can tolerate you. you know, if you can't find that, then don't have kids, you know? Tolerating is a that's a tough word to you. I don't want anyone tolerating me. Don't be with me if you have to tolerate me. I'm sorry. Like if you can't make it work for at least the kids, that's what I mean. You gotta at least be able to tolerate her. Because I remember we were talking one time, and I was saying I don't necessarily believe in the soulmate thing, but there has to be somebody where it's like, okay, I can I can rock with her. You know, I can make it work, you know, because, you know, some people, they say, oh, you know, it, there's going to be this perfect fit. And I don't I don't think you'll, you'll ever get the perfect fit. Nobody's perfect. You know, nobody is, you know, they're, they're, everybody got some flaws. Every relationship has some flaws. And you just have to be able to to say, am I willing to look beyond that? Because it's the same thing in friendships. We We get into squabbles with friends and stuff like that and we're able to at the end of the day look beyond that yo i love my homeboys or if it's a woman i love my homegirls even if she was talking about me or even if he tried to get with my well um you know something i don't know something you maybe maybe you, you gotta reevaluate your friends i get what you're saying i just think tolerate is a bad word to use because I think a lot of people are miserable in their marriage right now and are just tolerating their partners mm -hmm. I think that you should be accepting of who they are just like in your friendships mm -hmm. you might accept their flaws and say okay this is um some of their flaws and I'm okay with living with that so I think it's just using that word tolerate because I see a lot of tolerating marriages and it looks horrible. No, I agree. You know, tolerate is maybe it it, it could have a negative connotation where it's like, you know, because tolerate is just like you don't like them and you're sticking with them. That's basically tolerating somebody. So Yeah, you need to be accepting. You need right. to say, okay, this is my partner. These are their flaws. Can I live with this? Yeah. Am I accepting of this? Well, Unique are right. You know, that tolerate maybe is not the right word, or maybe I'm just not using it in the right context. But what I'm saying is, if you can't find somebody that can just accept you for you, yeah. then don't have 
kids. There's so many other ways to parenthood. There's adoption. There's this. There's that. But I, I, we have to get out of this, you know, bringing kids into the world with no intention of raising them, no intention of really, you know, having a real foundation for these kids. Because I think when it comes to psychological development, these kids need a sense of stability. They need to see a man loving on his wife, a woman loving on her husband, so they can grow up and be like, that's what I aspire to have. You know, if you grow up, if we normalize this single parent living, then the kids are going to grow up thinking that's how it's done. You know, you look for somebody to breed and then you, you have your kid and you raise it on your own. And I mean, if you end up in that situation, then, you know, obviously there's there's nothing you can do about it. But I don't think we need to try to normalize that. A yeah. lot of times we see that where they're trying to say, you know, women saying, oh, I don't need a man. You know, I'm going to raise my kids on my own. And men saying, oh, I don't need a woman. You know what I mean? It's like, humble yourself. You know, <laughs> men need women. You know what I'm saying? Women, well, I can't speak for women. I don't know if they need, but <laughs> I can speak for women. Men need, we, we need women. Women are important. And not even just for the we sense We need of, each other. Exactly. You know, I, I think, I just didn't want to speak for women on that part, you know. I understand. You know, <laughs> so, but, you know, like you said, we need each other. And we need um, the kids to grow up feeling like it's normal, you know. I agree. Genuinely love I it. agree. I, I think, though, you have to look at the fact that, you know, some people are having kids by accident. You know, a lot of these single parenthood you see, it's from accidental kids. People are having kids off one night stand. People are having kids um, when they don't know someone very well. And then people do change. So you could be with someone. They could be like great for the whole time and, and you get pregnant by them or you have the baby and they turn into a whole different person. And, and you hear that a lot these days. So. You know, I I don't think everyone goes into having kids with a mindset like they're going to raise it alone, though there are some selfish people like that who sometimes they have the kid just to have somebody. They don't want to end up alone. And so they have the kid as their way to have someone as they're getting older, which is very sad because the kids are the one that suffer. And you see a lot of the kids who act out and stuff like that um, come from those type of households. So I think it really um, just depends on the person. But I agree. We don't need to, you know, normalize the single parenthood. Um, whether, you know, your person changed up on you or whatever the case may be, like, all you can do is learn from it and move forward, but don't, like, be out here saying that, you know, we don't need men or men don't need women and all this foolishness because you just sound hurt. Like, go heal so that your kid doesn't accept. <laughs> I mean, I know people hate hearing go heal, but... No, it's true. Like, go heal so that your kids don't have to take on your trauma. You know what I'm saying? Because kids do um, develop those trauma that their parents put off on them. And we see it play out all the time. So I agree. We do see it play out all the time. And it's just, 
it, it's so much like adults have to be adult. You know, you have to have self-control. You know, if you want to be promiscuous, you know, make sure you, you, you put the right precautions in place so you don't bring innocent children into your mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will never knock a man if he say he just love women. He want a bunch of women. He want to parade with women. You know, all power to you. But let's not bring innocent children into that. You know what I'm saying? Let's not, you know what I'm saying? Let's not bring children into the world if we're not really setting a foundation for them to really flourish. Because again, I believe it takes a village to raise a child. So you just hatching an egg over there letting it hatch on its own and then just wishing the best for it. That's not enough to me. You know, you have to teach the kids, you know, manners, behavior, you know, how to conduct themselves, how to be confident, how to, how to establish a relationship with God. So they have a belief system. Cause I think that's where confidence come from, you know, just believing in a higher power and then also believing in yourself. So I don't know. I, I think, you know, like you said, a, a lot of us adults, we're just being selfish in our behavior. Yeah. Most people are when you really look at it, like most people, like some of those, you know, you see men, especially in our community, do it all the time. They go hatch all these kids and then it's like they don't care how that's affecting the kids, which it does affect them. Um, even if let's say you are in their life, it still affects them to some extent because you can't fully be there for all of them when you're like with this woman over here, that woman there, that woman there, or even for the woman who do it as well, that man is over there, that man is there, that man is there. That affects the kids negatively, I think. So, yeah. It does. It affects the kids negatively and it... it in psychologically it makes them think this is normal this is what family is you know and the thing that frustrates me the most is when people go um do that type of behavior you know hatching kids with no intention of raising them and then they end up upset with how the kids turn out yes that's crazy they be like they be the most ones they see the kids turning out one, sometimes the kids don't look at them, don't like the parent, or sometimes the kid just start acting out and be rebelling, basically. And those same parents will, like, talk about how the kid is this and the kid is that. I'm like, you caused this. You are the example for your child. So if you're out here, you know, hatching eggs everywhere, your kid is going to think that's okay. And what do you think they're going to do? If you're out here not taking care of your responsibility, your kid is more than likely going to end up the same. So they're kind of a reflection of you. They very much are. And then I, I'm a firm believer if, if your kids don't grow up and become nothing, it's your fault. You know, it's the parents' fault. It's it's your It's up to you to instill values in the kids. It's up to you to, you know, make sure their teeth brush every night. Make sure, you know, they, they, they have a sense of normality. They have structure. They have routine. You know, they, they have behavior. That's all stuff that they learn from the parents or some type of parental figure in their life. So it's really up to us 
you um you know grown adults to stop being selfish in our behavior you know what i'm saying like if you if you're gonna be promiscuous do that but stop bringing innocent lives into your mess we see it so often and it's like yeah, but when you're talking about selfish people you have to understand they don't care they only care about themselves and what affects them and some men they hatch the kids for ego too so yeah, that. they have some kids for <laughs> ego. Some women they 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 have some kids just to keep the man around. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I you know, I personally have been in that situation where, you know, she sees that you know I'm kind of pulling away from her. I haven't left her yet, but she can see I'm not emotionally there anymore. So now she's thinking of well, how do I keep him? And honestly, if you really love somebody, you see that they're emotionally disconnecting from you. I mean, maybe you can have conversations about it to see if you did anything wrong. But if you get to a point where you see that there's no coming back from that, I think it's best to just set that person free. But not everybody thinks like that. And and that's the frustrating part. You know what I'm saying? Some people are like, I want this man. I don't care if he wants me, but I'm going to do whatever it takes. <laughs> to keep- Men do the same. You know, they trap, they trap us too. They try to anyways. And that to me, that's the most toxic behavior. It's very toxic, and then they wonder why they end up not working out because you're trapping someone with a kid. Like y'all not supposed to be together anyway. Yeah, y'all y'all treating the kid like it's glue for y'all relationship, and the kid is so much more than that. And I don't know, it, it hurts my heart to see that. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it a lot in um in my own culture. And I, I've seen it in, you know, friends that I've I've seen some friends fall by the wayside because they got trapped, you know, and, and it's sad, you know, that they're kind of stuck with this woman in a sense, you know, and sometimes the women are just a thorn in their behind, just using the kid as a pawn to drive them crazy. And it's sad. And, you know, fortunately, I was able to see that and know that that's not something that I want for myself. So I take the ne- necessary precaution. <laughs> it's sad to see you know and it, it hurts no, it for, for homeboys that fell by the wayside but it is yeah. what it is but we we got to change that narrative that you know we get into relationships for ourselves you know you get into a relationship to grow with somebody even if even if it's like petty, even if it's high school love, your, your first boyfriend, first girlfriend, the whole point of it is to just have a companion, someone that you can, you can, you can call on at night. You want somebody to talk to, somebody that you can, you can go on a date with. You can express yourself. You can be vulnerable. Like even in those innocent contexts where you're, you're in grade school and you, you know you have a little girlfriend or a little boyfriend, it shouldn't be selfish. It should be like you know, I really, really like this girl or I really, really like this boy and I want to grow with them. I want to get to know them. I want to, you know, see if maybe we have a future together. You know, I, I think that is the mindset you should go into a relationship for instead of saying, you know, I only want sex out of them. I only want, I only want them for their money or what they come with, you know, and we see that more and more in today's day and age. And I think it just makes it so much harder 
for people that genuinely want to find that real connection, someone that they could say, yo, I can rock with this person for like 40 to 50 years. I can raise some kids with them and really raise some productive members of society. That's what I want. I want my kids to be, you know, whatever it is that they choose to do, they're, they're the not the best, but they're one of the best at it. They're the best that they can be. And they have such a good support system at home. You know what I'm saying? Like that home life is so important to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, dealing with the, the kids and their homework, helping them deal with conflict. If I ever have a son, helping him in that awkward stage. You know what I'm saying? He, he going through puberty, your body's changing and you're starting to feel all these thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a father to like, help me through that confusing time. So it would be so, it would be an honor, you know what I'm saying? To be able to like, all right, I've been there. I've done that. I'm going to show you, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to show you how to navigate through that, my son, you know? So, and even if I had a daughter too, you know what I'm saying? I've never, I've never experienced a girl transform into a woman. You know, I have sisters, but I didn't, I didn't grow with them. So I, I've never seen like the process of a girl transforming into a woman. So that would be interesting to see what that's like, see what it's like to deal with a teenage girl. And, you know, they say they catch attitude at the at those age and stuff like that, like how I navigate that and stuff. But just that that family life, you know, helping kids with homework, having conversations with them, you know, figuring out who they are, because it's like, I don't, I don't think people who have kids understand, like you created a whole independent person. They're an individual. They have their own way of thinking. Like to, that's so amazing to me, you know? And I don't, I don't know. I guess most people just don't see it that way, but they're this, it's this own little creature that has its, he has its own mind, his, his own way of thinking, his own loves and, and passions and stuff like that. And you're there to be like a um, a counselor, a guide onto how to navigate that, how to how to pursue that in the right way, how to conduct yourself as a productive member in society, in this world. And I, I it it bothers me that people don't see it that way. They just see kids as this this little thing that annoys. Some kids are accessories for them, like. You know, men and women use kids as accessories. They use kids to get back at the other parents. They use kids to take care of them when they're old. It's just, it's so many things with it. It's just like, I don't, you know, and then they wonder why the kids grow up hating them, which is like, it's it's your fault. Like, <laughs> you're not having kids for the right reason. You should have kids because you want to love and care for this little human being, not because of your own selfish reasons, not because you want to feed your ego or your personal agendas. It's not about you anymore. And I think, you know, once people start to understand that, I think some people understand it once they get older and see that yo, the kids don't mess with me like that. I'm really messed up. Like, I mean, I've seen it happen to people that I know. So, and then they regret it, you know, but it, you, you live and you learn for some people. And us younger generations, we just have to know to do better. Um, If you know better, you do better. Put it that way. 100%. If you know better, you do better. And I agree with that. You know, so 
it, it just has to be, we have to start with the selfishness. You know, if you want to be selfish, date yourself, you know, just be by yourself and, you know, enjoy your selfish existence, you know. But if you really want a relationship, you should be looking to relate with somebody. You know what I'm saying? You're looking to connect. This is two people becoming one, you know? So that's what it is. But why get married for that sense of community, even beyond um, just, you know, myself and the wife and the kids, just my family uniting with her family, you know what I'm saying? And just all of yeah. the connections that manifest through that. You know, I, I think that's really important. So that's that's one topic, you know, why get married? Mm -hmm. Next one is like, how do you know when you're really ready to get married? We, we hear people say, oh, I want to mm -hmm. get married. You know, I want to do it. But how do mm -hmm. you really know you are ready? Because marriage at the end of the day is a big deal. And um, I've I've talked to married people and they tell me, Marriage is not easy. You know, it, it comes with a lot of trials and tribulation. And you got to be mentally, emotionally, and psychologically ready for the commitment. You know, beyond your commitment to the spouse, the commitment to your new family, your commitment to the, the, the offspring that you guys make together, the, your commitment to protecting your family and making sure that they grow and, and, and flourish and reach whatever goals that they want to accomplish, you know? So like, what would you say are like five things, or I mean, maybe it doesn't have to be so many, but what would you say are like some things that help you understand you're ready to be married? Um, I think you said it when you mentioned what the married people told you. You have to be mentally, emotionally, psychologically. Um, you can add spiritually and financially, physically, things like that. You have to be ready in all those aspects. You have to feel okay. I mean, you're never going to be perfect, right? We're humans. We're always going to have something going on. I realized <laughs> I had to realize that for myself. Um, you know, but I think that. For the most part, you can tell when you're well in all those categories. Like I, I'd say there came a point, um, I think it was like last year where I was like, I do feel really ready for marriage. Like everything is going well. I'm mentally well, emotionally. I dealt with all my traumas at the time. And I was like, I feel ready, you know? And, and then I went through a trauma and then I was like, I don't feel ready anymore. <laughs> I was like... I need to take care of this. I need to, you know, like I felt my, like I felt myself being off. You can, if you know yourself well, um, if you took the time to learn yourself, you know when you're not well, if that makes sense. And so I went through that period where I was like, okay, I gotta heal those things before I can say I'm ready again. And I went through that and, and trying to date with that, not a good idea when you're not ready don't date because <laughs> it's a bad idea because you have you know another person who might feel like they're ready and they might feel some type of way that you're not ready um so yeah I think it's just some of the stuff you mentioned and adding like spiritually and financially being okay and feeling well in those areas but some people jump into it 
knowing that they're not well in those areas and then they wonder why they have so much problems <laughs> i'm just like you were never there you shouldn't have jumped into it right away you should have took those time to work on those things if your mental health is not right you don't even need to be dating especially if your financial health is not right you really shouldn't be dating you know but people just be out here trying to wing it and and hey i guess every once in a while it works but more often than not you'd be miserable because you know you're not well yeah, I agree. You know, you, you got to be stable in a lot of aspects of your life. And I think one thing that you, you really have to, to, to ask yourself, you know, in order to know if you're ready is if, are you ready for the sacrifice that marriage comes with? Because at the end of the day, it's a sacrifice. You pick one person to be with and you say, I'm not going to be intimately involved with anybody else, you know, and that's a sacrifice. You know, you have to be emotionally ready for that. This is my partner. This is the person I'm going to be with. Are you done with your little, you know, they call it a whole phase. Are you <laughs> done with that? You know, did you get that out of your system yet? It's really these questions you have to ask yourself, like, Am I ready? Can I do I see myself being in a committed relationship for 30 plus years? Cuz in reality marriage is 30 years and beyond. It it should be. You know, in your mind you should be like do I see myself rocking with this person for 30 plus years? You got to ask yourself that. Do I see myself being with one person consistently for an extended period of time, you know? And I think in addition to that, you gotta ask yourself, you know, where is my maturity level at? You know, do I see myself as a role model? Because at the end of the day, if you wanna be someone's parent, you kinda have to be a role model. So if you don't feel like you are somebody that other people would want to follow, I'm not saying people have to follow you, but if you don't see yourself as a role model, something that the kids can learn from, something that the kids can emulate. Because regardless if you like it or not, your kids are watching you 24-7. The way you talk, the way you carry yourself, the way you treat other people, the way, you know, just the way you, 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 you conduct yourself through life, they're watching and they're taking note. So if you don't see yourself as a noble person, a role model, somebody to look up to, then I don't think you can say, you know, you're ready for marriage and, and everything that comes with that. Mm. So, you know, I think those are two things where it's like, you got to make sure that's right. You got to make sure you yourself as a person, you're proud of who you are, you know, because by the time you get married, you should have went through enough personal development where you feel like, mm. you know, not to toot your own horn, but you feel like you're an adequate person. You feel like, you know, you're an okay person, not to say you don't have growing to do. I feel like at every stage mm -hmm. of life, you will have growth. But do you feel like you're mature enough to, to lead a child? Do you, do you think you're mature enough to guide this child to be as successful as they can be at whatever it is that they want to do? do you, are you really ready to be with somebody through thick and thin? You know, there's sometimes where you may have 
heated arguments with your spouse and you can't just say, oh, I'm just going to dump them. You know, marriage is different. You don't just say it. Well, I'm just going to dump my wife. It's a lot of paperwork to dump them this time. Beyond the paperwork, it's the connections you've made. You you established this person as a part of your family and their whole family as a part of your family too. So one little squabble, you can't just say, I'm done with her. Because now you're saying you're done with your whole family or a good chunk of it now. You know what I'm saying? All those relationships that you created with her mom, her dad, her brothers and sisters, if she have any, you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're stepping into somebody's family and it's becoming your family. You can't just, oh, you know, whatever. She got mad at you because, you know, she you left the toilet seat up or, you know, something, whatever. And then now y'all want to break up. You can't do that. You know, this is a union. No, I agree. But like, I know you're saying that people are connected with their family and stuff, but it's people in regular relationship that's connecting their whole family. These days. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, in a way it's, they're almost acting married, I guess you can say, <laughs> but there's a lot of people in regular relationships. They're living together, having children and, connecting their families so um that's why i was saying it's a lot more paperwork to go through to leave somebody with a marriage whereas in a regular relationship you don't have to go through all of that yeah you have to disconnect from the family but um you know people do that all the time in their regular relationships that's true they, i mean they do it all yeah the time. and then they shouldn't you know what i'm saying i'm big on like you know, you know, I don't even know if I should share this, but I haven't really brought anybody that I've dated home to mom. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a very sensitive thing. You know what I'm saying? I've had girls that I've dated introduce me to their parents, and that's a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to just bring anybody <laughs> to my mom, you know? And then the last, yeah. last couple of relationships I was in, it was more... You know, this gonna this going to tie into, like, the next topic that we talk about. But it was just more of, like, you're dating just for the experience. You, you, you know, you, you, you know, you want to have a little fun. You're not necessarily thinking long-term. You yeah. just, you have this kind of connection with this person. Y'all vibe, y'all respect each other. And y'all just want to have some fun together, you know? So that's, that's okay if you agree to that. Yeah, I, I think that's okay, but... In the back of my mind, I'm never thinking, oh, let me go look for rings. You know, let me, let me go, let me go tell my mom about her. You sure. know, because it's, it, I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I want to bring, you know, if I'm bringing somebody to my mom, I want to be serious about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to look like a joke, you know, like, oh, mom. Here is my girlfriend. Two weeks later, I dump her. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, what's the point? You know? It's just really funny because I'm the same way. And for the longest, I think my mom thought I was a lesbian because <laughs> she'd never heard of me with a man. So, you know, she really didn't even know if I dated guys or anything. And I, I've still never introduced her to anyone. I've never introduced anyone in my family to anyone, actually. So... Um, it's funny you say it because 
to us, it's like weird to do that, but people do it so regularly. We're just like, people just introduce. People like, we're people casually, just introduce. casually dating. You know, it's not even like, you know, we taking trips together. Yeah, it's like, not even like we get to I'm a serious point. To nobody. And then they're already introducing me to their mom and their dad. And then it's just like, how are you going to introduce me to them? As your friend? You know, I'm sure if you call me your friend, your parents are going to know what's going on. Oh, you have a male friend? What's going on there? You know, what's going on there, daughter? You know what I'm saying? So to me, that's weird, you know? I respect the fact that they want me to meet their parents. So, you know, I will sit there and, you know, engage with the parents. But me personally, I'm not doing that. I'm not, because I don't want to embarrass myself. Not saying anybody that I used to date would be an embarrassment. But if I don't, if I'm not in that mentality, like now I'm in the mentality where if I don't see myself marrying you, I don't even want to go through the dating process. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should be just qualities off rip that I'm just like, okay, this is a candidate. You know what I'm saying? This is something where maybe I'm going to invest my time in, you know, shoot my shot. You know what I'm saying? See, you know, see how it goes. But I'm at that point in life where it's like, if I don't, if I don't see a future with you, I'm not, you know, mm. not gonna meet my mom. Like that that's that's a big deal to me. And I, I think people should consider that a big deal because you don't wanna just bring anything home. Because yeah, I agree. I agree. It's to parents, I think, you know. My family is a whole vibe. I mean, they're a little crazy, but they're a whole vibe. If I'm introducing you to my family, we better be getting married. I told my mom that years ago. I said, she's like, when are you going to bring a, a man? When am I going to meet your boyfriend? I'm like, what boyfriend? I'm like, you're not meeting nobody until there's a ring on my finger. <laughs> and I told her that straight up, like, you're not meeting anyone until. So I, I think it was only the past couple of years I started talking to her about people I've dated. But like for the longest, I think she thought I was a lesbian. So that was funny. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. And but I mean, I also do it just out of respect for my parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't want to just bring anything home. And then my mom is like, this is my son. This is what I raised. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you know, Jamaicans be judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, well, I think my mom, whoever I bring home, she knows it'll be well thought out. So I think she's going to treat him probably like a king. But Jamaicans are judgmental and they will be eyeing, especially like you're going to be the first person I'm bringing home. They're going to be looking like, who are you? Where did you come from? Why did she pick you? Interrogation to the max. You know what I'm saying? Asking all types of questions, making you feel insecure. Well, y'all know how, we know how Jamaicans operate. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the Jamaicans out there. But it's just like. We're something else. Yeah. Going into a Jamaican family, you better be ready. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, see, that's a whole nother conversation. And they will talk about you, whether you like they it or not. About you, And they will make you feel like you are nothing. They will make you feel very very low you know so and they don't I think it depends though I don't think my like my mom's not 
like that. I don't think my dad would be like that either, but my mom's, my mom, she's not like that. Um, I think she's treated my siblings, significant other very well, I think. So I, I think she's that type of person though. So it depends, but they will talk about you behind your back. And to your face too. You know what I'm saying? Like they're very blunt with it. You know what I'm saying? They're very blunt and they will crack jokes in your face. You know what I'm saying? About certain things. So it's that and the fact that I just have a lot of respect for my parents. So I don't want to bring anybody to my parents if I'm not serious. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it's just, you know, I'm having fun, she's having fun, then I, I might throw it out there that I have a girlfriend, yeah. but I'm not going to be like, so, hey, mom, you know, next time you're in town, you know, I got somebody, yeah. you know, like. I'm nervous. I'm actually nervous about that. Like the first girl I actually bring, bring, bring home. I'm, I'm nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's like you said, Jamaicans will talk about you relentlessly behind your back. So that's, yeah, and especially if you've never done it before, they're going to be looking, you know, when, you, even when you do it regularly, I've seen people who regularly bring someone like a revolving door and their parents are just kind of like, Oh, another one, you know? I would, I would never want that reaction you know what I'm saying? another one like that that would be embarrassing but that's just yeah. you know everyone sees it different you know because yeah. like like i've seen it you know i'm casually yeah. dating somebody she's introducing me to her parents as her friend and it's like what are we doing you know it's just like i'm your friend you know, what are you telling your parents? You know what I'm just like, I, to me, that's disrespectful to the parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if I had kids, don't introduce me to anybody you're dating unless you're seriously dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, if my if I have a daughter and she introduced me to some boy as her friend, I don't know. Something about that would irk me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... Some people aren't really your friend, though. <laughs> no, but you you know by the way she said it, the context that there's a little bit more than that going on. You know, so... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard because I don't have kids, so I don't know if there'll be an emotional shift once I have kids and then I'll, my perspective on it will be different. But right now, it's just like... I mean, I guess I would want to know just in case, you know, if he harms her, I I have a face to look for, you know, but as far as, you know, I want him over my house, I, you know, I want him over for dinner and all of that stuff. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's me being immature. I don't, I don't know. You know, like. Not immature at all. I, I, I totally get it. I mean, some people feel like you should meet the parents before you know, getting serious or whatever, just so that they can vet them too. You know, some parents want to vet. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't think the parents should be vetting anything until you're engaged, but that's just me. But everyone's different. I agree. It has to be you vetting this person. You make your decision with this person. And then it's like, okay. We're getting pretty serious, so I might as well start 
introducing you to my family, which will eventually become your extended family. You know what I'm saying? To me, doing it that way makes sense. Like, like you said, like when you get to the point where you're engaged, then it should be like, okay, I'm coming to hang out with your family. You know what I'm saying? Y'all having Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas celebration or Independence Day or something like that. Then I feel like it makes sense that she's there. You know, let me make, let me introduce her to my cousins. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Not so they can talk about her, but just so they can start getting familiar with her because yeah. I'm serious about this woman. We're engaged, you know, that, that's a, a sign that, yo, he's not playing around. You know, he's serious. He take this woman serious. Hopefully she take him serious too. That's a whole another conversation, you know, people getting engaged and they not taking it serious another conversation but yeah i don't that meeting the parents thing i don't know but you there's know there's a lot of things today that's been normalized that you know you think you'd want to do those things with someone you're married to like someone you know people are living together playing house and people are you know and i'm not saying you know if that's what you do nothing's wrong with that per se but like Someone like me and you thinking like, oh, like you should do that with someone you're married to. You shouldn't be warping all those things with someone you're just dating. You can call it your boyfriend, but you're really just dating, Um, you know, and we might look at it like, okay, that's not something we would do. But some people are okay with that. And maybe it does cause some of the brokenness. Who knows? But we can't knock people for what um they're okay with if that makes sense no that's true i'm just speaking from a personal standpoint you know what i'm saying like i didn't knock that girl for introducing me to her parents i just felt like it was a little kind of did no because I, you felt weird about I, it you know i didn't say she she was she did wrong i was just saying i wouldn't do okay. it you know what i'm saying and i didn't I was nervous because I didn't want to tell her that I wouldn't do it because I didn't want her to think I didn't care for her. But it was just like, you know, I don't see us going very far. You know what I'm saying? Like we can, and it, it, it's you know, it's hard to talk about past relationships because you don't want to disrespect the person you were in. It's a not disrespect. You know, like, that's why I don't want it to come off that way. It was just like, I feel like our culture is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like the way we go about things, because I just never would do that. And I wouldn't feel some type of way if she didn't want to introduce me to her family until I showed her that I was serious. Like I wouldn't be offended by that because I, yeah. I have the same mindset, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. That's why, you know, it, it's hard to talk about past relationships because you don't want to disrespect the, the person you are in a relationship with because we're still good friends. It's just, we just have different approaches, you know? It's just certain things I'm not willing to do as quickly as maybe some people. And I, I guess it's a uh, to each their own type of thing. So you, you just set people free to, you know, wear their pants the way they, they, they want to wear their pants, you know? So, yeah, but... You know, as far as knowing when you're ready, I think just um, healing from whatever trauma, like you said, and um, just asking yourself, are you ready 
for that commitment? Are you ready for the sacrifice that comes with marriage? Would you be okay with sleeping with the same person for the next 30 to 50 years? You really got to ask yourself that and really give yourself a yes or no answer. If you cannot say yes to that, you're just not ready yet. You know, you're just not ready yet. And I think when you find your calling in life, you understand that, you know, life is going to start getting busy. You know, you, you have a lot of stuff that you want to accomplish in your life. So being promiscuous is just going to be a distraction from that. So I think once you really find out what you were put on earth to do, like your purpose, what is your duty out here? That's when you will understand the significance of a spouse, someone who is there through thick and thin to support you in whatever it is that you're doing and you the same for them. You know what I'm saying? You're there because if she has found her calling in life, she's busy, not saying she doesn't have time for me, but she's busy accomplishing her goals. You know what I'm saying? Say, she feels like she want to be a mentor to young girls on how to be confident in herself. She's going to be um, how the girls can be confident in themselves. Excuse me. So she's going to be busy pursuing that. She's going to be, you know, having motivational speeches. She's going to be, you know, trying to get into the school system. How, how can she reach these girls? You know, she's not going to have time to be sleeping around. She's going to want a solid man to support her in mentoring young girls or whatever it is she she says her calling is you know once you really find out what you're put on earth to do you understand sleeping around is a distraction you know it, it it's it, it's taken away from your duty you know you're getting lost in pleasure instead of purpose you know I, i'm all about putting purpose over pleasure pleasure is nice don't get me wrong but Purpose should be the number one, you know, it, it should be about, you know, I, you know, I found my calling. I know what my duty is. Now I just want somebody to support me in that. Now I just want someone to just be there with me through thick and thin and to start a family with somebody to love and to cherish and, and to respect, you know, I, I think you gotta be able to, really really admire and respect your partner you, they should blow your mind they should be such an amazing person where it's just like i don't even want to entertain the idea of of talking to somebody else romantically because why would i ever jeopardize that this this woman is a one in a million a billion girl you know that's how you should feel about your spouse that's why you know i say don't rush it you know if you don't get that feeling where it's like you know she blows my mind you know every time i hang out with her it's just i'm learning something new she keep me on my toes she just you know she helped me become a better person she forces me to become a better person because i think a real a real spouse is almost like a real real friend they're gonna force you to level up you you have to be better if you're going to continue being with them and sometimes you may not like what they say you know but the you know in the back of your mind it's it's only for your your um betterment you know because they love you if you genuinely love somebody 
you're going to push them to do better. You know, the friends that let you do whatever you want, let you say whatever you want and never check you on your misbehavior. That's not a real friend to me. That That's an acquaintance. And you, your spouse should be a friend above all else. You know what I'm saying? My wife should correct me on my misbehavior. You know what I'm saying? She shouldn't be able, she shouldn't be afraid of me to the point where she can't, she feel like she can't talk to me. You know, and I the same for her. You know, I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, I've never been married. So, you know, you can't, it's hard to confidently talk about these things, but it's like, I feel like you gotta have that feeling where it's just like, you know, you, you have a long day of doing whatever your duty is. You can't wait to get home to your wife. You Some people can't can't go home. They want to stay at work. <laughs> I've been at a jobs where the married men don't want to go home. I was like, is that, that marriage? That's, that's what marriage is like. I'm like, I would hate right. for my husband to not want to come home to me. <laughs> that's like a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? And it's like people are stuck in these situations. And life is too short for all like, work themselves because they don't want to go home to their wives i'm like what is going on like what did she do i'd be asking them because i'm just like i don't want to be in that situation where my husband don't want to come home like i want my husband to be happy to come home but these men like some become workaholic to avoid their wife and their kids at home but isn't that like some type of cowardice behavior. You know what I'm saying? It like, is cowardice. I, I, call that, I think they're weak, but like, they do that. And I'm just like, why? Like, you know, like, but they just don't want to deal with whatever is going on at home. They rather work. To me, life is too short for that. Like, yeah. people are really wasting, you know, I don't want to disrespect them. They're, they're really spending a lot of their youth with people that they don't genuinely want to be with. And that's true too. I mean, yeah, you have someone to call your spouse. Yeah, you may have someone to sleep with, but are you happy? You know, do you feel like this person is helping you grow as a person? You know, do you feel like this person is helping you transform? Because, you know, I, I talk to I talk to um married people and I ask them, you know, is the is the man or the woman you're with now the same as they were when you married them? And I feel like the answer should be no. I feel like you you should always be growing and evolving. You know, at your core, you're the same person. It's not like you, you know, put a mask on and you, you're somebody else. But it's they should grow. You know what I'm saying? There's certain qualities that you, your spouse had when you first married them that I feel like over time over you guys working together, working on your union, they should be able to overcome that. You know, like I feel like in your marriage every year, you should be a husband 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, 5.0. You just keep getting better at being a husband. You know what I'm saying? And I think a wife should have that same mentality, you know? Like you should constantly want to be a better version of yourself, not only for yourself, I mean, not only for your partner, but for yourself too. You know, even if you were single, you should always want to evolve as a person. So when you get into a relationship, somebody for you to relate with, you want this new relative of yours to evolve as well, just like you want your kids to evolve. It's that same concept, you know? So if I'm out here 
going to work 80 hours a week to avoid my wife. That sound like a coward to me. You know what I'm saying? Just speak from your chest, bro. Like, wifey, I'm not happy. We need to do marriage counseling or whatever the case. We need to look into divorce or something because let's not waste each other's time. Yeah, I you know? But I don't know. Not everybody sees it that way. And that's frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It, it, it's hard. I don't, I don't think I'll be, ever be able to change people's mentality on marriage. But I just, I just think people should entertain the idea of wanting to sacrifice for the sake of family. You know? And it's it seems like a big sacrifice. Like, oh, I don't get to sleep around anymore. But, I mean, when you really find your calling in life and you're busy pursuing that, Sleeping around is the last thing on your mind, you know? That stuff is more childish stuff. You know, you're not mentally, you're not there anymore. You're not, you're not thinking about that. You're more thinking about, you know, how do I get my kids to the next level? How do I take my marriage to the next level? How do I make sure, you know, my wife continuously is proud to be with me? You know what I'm saying? How do I continuously make it so I'm still getting better. So, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, she could still be like, you know, I'm proud to call him my husband. You know, and I, I want the same for her. I want to be 10, 15 years down the road. I'm like, I I hit the jackpot. I hit the lottery. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm so proud of who she is and who she continues to be. You know, and I don't know, people people don't think like that. But I, I just think they should entertain the idea of thinking like that, continuously growing. Just like we want to continuously grow as people, or at least we should. Everything around us, think of it as like a plant. You just, you want it to grow. You want to nurture it, take care of it, and watch it grow into something beautiful, you know? So. Yeah. Oh. And it's, yeah, it's easier said than done. But I mean, what I've learned in this world is I can't force people to see things my way, whether I think I'm right or not, whether I'm right or not. Um, people are going to do what they want to do. They're grown people, especially grown people, I should say. So, um, you know, I give my perspective and I say why I think this should be. And hey, people are going to do what they're going to do. And if there's lessons they have to learn, they learn those lessons. And hey, if you end up in a miserable marriage, then that's on you. <laughs> Hey, and that's what it is, man. And, you know, we went over time again. We only did two topics this time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I think it was another great discussion. You know, I, I think we have to continue having conversations like this. You know what I'm saying? For young people to change their perspective on, on, on marriage. Don't think of it as... um like a ball and chain don't think of it as like you're trapped think of it as almost like you're free you're 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 free to do whatever it is that you feel like you want to do and you have this person to support you and you have this family to create out of it and the, the amount of love that will come out of it not only from your kids and your spouse but from each other's family it's two families coming together Imagine the barbecues, imagine the cookouts, imagine just 
I don't know. Welcome to modern times where, you know, those things aren't as normalized anymore. It is. (laughs) You know, I'm thankful, you know, for people like you, especially women like you, to come on and, and to engage in discussions like this because I think us young people, we got to start taking marriage seriously again and stop doing it for vanity. You know, I, I get it. Yeah. If you're poor and, you know, you want to deal with somebody that has money, then then I get that. But I think you should be more like just trying to learn from them instead of just marrying them for the money. Why don't you just, you know, befriend them and just try to figure out, you know, how they became so financially successful and just figure out how you can do that on your own. I don't think that is why you should marry them, you know? Yeah, but you have to understand that you know, let's say a woman trying to befriend a man who is doing well financially. And let's say she's a somewhat attractive woman. Some men feel like, you know, they don't want to befriend women because they feel like they should be getting something in return. Some of them do think that way. Um, That's why they use the whole friend zone thing and all that stuff. So it's like, sometimes it's easier said than done. I don't agree with woman marrying men solely for money but i i understand why some of them do it even though i don't agree with it yeah you know and i don't know like it i don't know we we just we got to we we gotta um, Mm -hmm. it, it comes back to the point of selfishness not everyone's willing to like help someone out who isn't like giving them sexual favors or something like that. Like not everyone's willing or giving them money. Like, cause some men, they marry women for beauty. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's, it, it all, it's a cycle and you know, what can you do? All you can do is, is choose well for yourself. Cause it comes that down to that as well. Picking well, um, cause you can still get a, a lot of why people feel trapped in their marriages. Sometimes they just picked wrong. They picked for the wrong reason or somebody like changed for the worse and now they're trapped. So marriage can actually feel like a trap. I know you said it's not supposed to, but I think for some people it is sadly. And I think you made a good point where. A lot of people really feel like men and women can't just be friends. Yeah. People are that. I've had people tell me that. Men tell me that. And I'm just like. I've heard men say that, you know, and it's crazy that people's minds are so sexualized where just because she's of the opposite sex where you guys could have sex, that doesn't mean that you can't just be a friend. It's all, it's really refreshing to have female friendships because give you great insights especially when you're in a relationship they really help you understand what's going on in that woman's mind because it's hard Mm -hmm. to understand how women think sometimes and maybe it's difficult for women to understand how men think sometimes so I, i don't know i think people are just overly sexualized in nature where everything is about sex you know a man and woman can genuinely just be friends. Yes, they can. And I don't know that. When I tell people I do have genuine guy friends, whether they like me or not is not my business. But like, I feel genuine in the sense that 
you know, they can ask me for something. It's no strings. I can ask them for something. It's no strings. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like some people feel like that's impossible because they feel like a man and a woman. I'm like, I've never had any intimate relationship with any guy that I've ever called just a friend, like never. You know, if the relationship didn't start out with us, most time, well, all the time, really. If the relationship didn't start out with us like liking each other in that way, then it usually never gets there. At least for me, that's a hundred percent. And that's a whole nother topic to get into. You know, yeah. the sex a lot <laughs> of of um of average people in today's day. So maybe that's something to talk about further down the road. But we definitely went over time. But this week's, uh, I mean, this uh, edition of the relationship discussion. So, again, I just want to thank, you know, YouTuber Yanika for her time again, for her perspective, and for, you know, engaging in this topic, uh, uh, in these topics with me, because it's so refreshing to get a female perspective on, you know, the topics we discuss. Why get married? How do you know you're ready for marriage and stuff like that? You know, because a lot of times men do think women women get married just for the money a lot. So it's nice that you can come on here and say, you know, I mean, obviously you can only speak for yourself, but you let us know not all women do that. A lot of women marry because they have a genuine connection with this man and they see they they feel like he's the right fit to be the father of their children and stuff. So that's refreshing to know because. We need more real women out here. We need more real men too. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's not it's not like a, a man versus women thing, but we just yeah. need more real, genuine people that have genuine values and aspirations, you know? Like not out here just trying to do everybody dirty, you know. I think people don't <laughs> understand how karma works. Like you don't yeah. you know, you never get away with badness, you know what I'm saying? it always come back to bite you in some way, shape, or form. And I think people just never learn that that lesson, just that concept of karma. What goes around comes around. You can't escape it. I've never seen anybody escape karma, ever. You know? I agree. Everybody gets what's coming to them. So why can't people just learn that doing right by people will always, ultimately, be the right thing? But, you know what I'm saying, before we end up talking for a whole nother hour, you know what I'm saying, I'm sure... <laughs> YouTuber Yanika got plenty of things to do. So I just want to thank you again for your time. Thank you for being a part of this. I, I mean, I can't believe we got this far with this. You know what I'm saying? Episode five mm -hmm. of the relationship discussion. Five hours of talking about, you know, different aspects of a relationship. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? So thank you again for your time. Everybody listening right now, make sure you go follow her YouTube channel. Um, Y-A-N-I-Q-U-A Yanika um, on YouTube. Check out all of her videos and stuff like that. Make sure you subscribe to her channel. And um, I don't know, any any shout outs you got before we let you go? Yeah. Um, shout out to, if you're in the Philadelphia area, PGBA Home Healthcare Agency. If you're looking for home healthcare work or you need a home health aid, reach out to them. Um, they do have an Instagram at PGB Home Healthcare on Instagram. And 
their website, pgbhomehealthcare.com. All right, y'all heard it first. So this has been episode five of the relationship discussion with YouTube, YouTuber Yanika and your host, yours truly, DJ Melo Jones on the ones and twos. You know what I'm saying? Um, thank you again. And um, you have a great night. Stay safe. And most importantly, stay groovy. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.